0: Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now, you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on The Fame Game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to The Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. So you're probably
1: wondering who's our special guest today. I know we've had uh, a few guests in the past, as I mentioned, obviously, like maybe around a 100 or so. But um, of course, every week's different. So you're just kind of pulling out maybe ideas of who I'd bring in and um, actually my mentor is Chelsea Davis she's from CBS 5 I met her at the Downright Beautiful Fashion Show Um, it was with Phoenix Children's Hospital as well, it's a great organization and I just basically kind of introduced myself to her and we kind of made this connection from there and Chelsea took me on a tour of the studio and now we're going to go and look at Walter Cronkite which is in ASU um, Arizona so um, Chelsea thank you again so much for coming on. Yes you're welcome thanks for having me and we're gonna dance too don't forget that yes we're gonna dance chelsea's also going to teach me a little bit of like palm and then she's with the phoenix um cardinals or arizona cardinals i am talking about like the phoenix coyotes i Never know, know it. Okay. i was I know. like no 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 arizona coyotes and yeah work for them so that's probably why yeah yeah it's all good okay i was like i know i got that from somewhere like literally we <laughs> were just talking about this why but but yeah so we'll get more into that later but um chelsea first tell me off just like a little bit about yourself yes okay well arizona native born and raised here love the heat I know some people can't stand it, but I love it. I would rather be hot than in a cold place. That's cool to hear. <laughs> yes. And then I um, went to Oasis Elementary School, and I'm excited because part of the job that I have now, CBS 5, I'm the traffic reporter for the mornings, and so I get to do traffic related jobs. So I'm going to go to Oasis Elementary as a crossing guard and surprise my school. So that'll be fun. Aww. I went to Centennial High School. Go Coyotes! Always and forever. Well, coyotes is how we say it yeah. for the fight song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I graduated from there at University of Phoenix. Stadium and it was really interesting because the weekend that I uh, was heading out to prom was the weekend that I made the Cardinals. So oh, nice. when I graduated at University of Phoenix Stadium it was kind of interesting because it was like a little sneak preview to the season I was about to have and so I made everybody do the wave and I was like yeah let's create waves and you know inspire the world. <laughs> so I went and auditioned for Cardinals. It was when I was about 17, 18 years old and then made it from there, so I was one of the youngest in the league, Um, then went through Cardinals, then CBS 5, then Arizona Coyotes, and it's just been really great, Walter Cronkite School is amazing, if anybody wants to do broadcast journalism, go there, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so my heart lives here, and I'm so excited to be here that's awesome well thanks so much and i know you are so interesting to talk to because you're just your personality is so great and that's what you. you're welcome that was one of the things why i was attracted to talk to you at the event i was like you know she seems really nice obviously she's in the field that i want to go into you might as well make a connection while you're here so why that's not right. give it a shot and then you told me that you were with the arizona cardinals and the cheerleaders and everything and i was like all right this sounds good to me <laughs> <laughs> and obviously it worked out really well so exactly. um exactly I mean, when did you realize that you wanted to do broadcast journalism? Because, you know, some people, they say, yeah, I've, want- I've known I've wanted to do it my entire life. And then some people have a different story. And they say, well, it wasn't until, like, my senior year of high school that I thought, oh, I could do this for the rest of my life. So tell me your story. Yeah, it's really interesting because I have always been really interested in changing people's lives or leaving an impact in some way. So when I was younger, I wanted to be a teacher. So I went into my freshman year of college as education major, and it was interesting. I met with my advisor, and he was like, This is not the field that you need to be into. Mm -hmm. You need to be doing something different just with the the personality and the drive that you have. And so my dad has always worked in radio and he's been there for Camel Country and Cool FM over 17 years. And when Mm -hmm. I was little, he would let us come into the studio and talk on the radio, which I'm sure wasn't allowed. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Um, But it was really fun to go in there and experience that. And then I started doing some commercials when I was younger. I was on the morning announcements starting junior high and into high school. Awesome. And before I graduated high school, everyone told me, you should be in TV and I was like yeah I don't know I just I love my teachers so much and I want to impact lives so much I wanted to do that instead but then it was one of these days it was a rainy day my freshman year just painting the scene here and I'm walking down <laughs> across the street and all of a sudden there's this beautiful rainbow and I don't know what hit me it was like some sort of epiphany oh my god that I crazy. needed to do broadcast so it was into the second semester of my freshman year I called Walter Cronkite and I was like guys, I know it's late, but I want to be into this program. And they said, sorry, you're going to have to wait until your sophomore year. So I started taking, not technically enrolled classes, but I started taking the classes that I would be taking as a freshman at Walter Cronkite Mm -hmm. while I was still doing my education classes, so I was taking over 30 credits for a couple weeks until they were going to let me in, and I was like, listen, I am not taking no for an answer, so Mm -hmm. I went and I met with all the advisors and everything at Cronkite, and it was kind of funny because when I met with them, they knew that they were going to say yes, but they wanted to hear why I wanted to be entered into the program, so after all that craziness is said and done, I entered the program and haven't look back and I'm just 100% that's where my passion lies and I'm so glad that I finally had that realization and my dad it's really neat because he works for CBS radio Mm -hmm. and now I work for CBS 5 so whenever they have a Ralph Davis day on his anniversary day they do that and they'll put pictures up in the hallways and everything and we eat cake and we talk about how awesome he is just because he's awesome Mm -hmm. and when we get in there it was really fun because this year I got to say it was really a a little moment where I felt so special to be following in his footsteps and so we get to work at a family station. Yeah. Ago. So, long story short, wanted to be in an education and then all yeah. of a sudden had this epiphany. That's awesome though. I'm really glad to hear that. Cause you know, some people they think, well I'm starting this, I'm gonna have to do it. Like some people say though other people that you talk to that go through the same thing, they will have a different perspective of it and say, you know, if you go into one thing, you can do what you really want to do. It's just people have epiphanies at different times and different moments in their lives when they feel that it's right. So yeah. then it's kind of like if you have a realization, you can totally do it. Some people go in for a different major, but they come out with a different diploma yeah, and a different exactly. degree. So, and I'm glad that I had that epiphany early. Got yeah. to graduate on time and everything, and now I'm in my job. So it's good. Yeah, that's awesome. And you did go into CBS as soon as you graduated yes. Walter Cronkite. So uh, unheard of. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, there are over 200 markets in the broadcast world. Mm -hmm. And obviously, the lower you go, number one, twos and threes are going to be national markets like New York, Chicago, LA. Mm -hmm. And so phoenix is number 12 so that gives you an idea we're a big market so people when they're graduating from college normally go closer to the 200 range and they have to move out of town and go through all these small cities then it takes a few years and then they finally make it back home or wherever they want to be that's a bigger market but so at cronkite really interesting too because we have a live broadcast i only did one semester of that right before i graduated and i was really interested in weather so i did that for a semester and was a reporter for the other half of the time Uh, within that semester. And so I had a good reel with just doing weather hits. And I was really, I was that quirky weather girl that would come out with a wacky weather little uh, bracket put together for March Madness. What's the worst weather city? I don't know. Let's check it out. Do like really silly stuff like that. And so... My mentor there reached out to me just a couple months after I graduated, and he was like, hey, we need somebody to fill in at CBS 5, and I know they're looking for someone who has experience in front of the green wall, the chroma key. So I sent in my reel. They contacted me the next day, and we had a meeting the next one, did a quick little interview. I was still interning at another mm-hmm. local station at that point, and they were like, we're going we're gonna to go out on a limb. We're going to take a chance, and we're going to let you you know, audition for this position. And that was the most nervous I've ever been for an audition. Oh my I don't get nervous. I just mostly run off adrenaline. I get excited. Mm-hmm. But I was like shaking in my boots. If you can imagine all the general managers, all the anchors, everybody's oh, in this studio just watching you. And you're like, wow, I hope that I do really well. And you only get a couple days to train on a system. And the system that they wanted me to work on there was traffic. So and I had never done traffic before. So I was getting really nervous and excited. And then it all worked out. That's and great. then started that following Monday, and I just had my one year anniversary there. Oh, well, so congratulations! I know it's been a whirlwind. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And you know, we're gonna talk more about CBS Five and everything because, like I mentioned, you know, you taking me through the tour, I can see how homey it is, how family oriented it is, and I love that about it. I think that's the special part about it. Me but too. Um, going back to ASU Walter Cronkite, why are you just such a big fan of it? I know it's a huge broadcast journalism school, but let's say for somebody that's iffy on going there. But um, they just need a little bit more encouragement to kind of consider it a little bit more. Well, if they need encouragement, I'm going to grab your hand and I'm going to take you (laughs) to the campus and show you how amazing it is. Well, just all of the equipment that they have there firsthand, Mm -hmm. that is just in and of itself amazing. You're not going to even get that equipment out in the field. So you have great equipment there, and the teachers are specialized. They're still working out in the field. So you're going to have teachers from ABC 15, CBS 5, 12 News, all those people teaching you what's actually happening so you're getting really prepared real world experience and just the experience you get there in general the people that you work with the other students that are there it's priceless mm-hmm. yeah i love it there awesome well we're gonna have some more questions for you chelsea but it looks like right now we're ready for a break so let's go ahead and do that keep it right here you're
0: listening to the baby. We
1: don't care how you got here.
0: We're just glad you showed up.
1: You're listening to Voice America Kids.
0: Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game.
1: I'm Maddie Rose. We still have Chelsea here. So, um, Chelsea, we were just talking about, you know, ASU Walter Cronkite, why it's so great. Um, You went there, graduated, went into CBS, just kind of like a debrief from the last segment. I am ultimately planning on going there. I have a good feeling I'm going to go there. You are. I am, (laughs) yes. And Chelsea's like, no, no, you are. You are. (laughs) And I'm totally cool with that because your experience and what I hear from other people that have gone there have just been over the moon and they've loved their experience I haven't heard one person say one bad thing about it literally I'm just like wow this is so great because I'm so sure now and they just came out it was a, I think it was a new study I don't remember where exactly mm-hmm. it was from but ASU Walter Cronkite is in the top 10 best journalist schools so yeah and you said that they have a 100 percent retention rate is yeah, that what for, I heard for people who are in their uh, Cronkite Newswatch yeah so those are the people who actually go live and in the last I think a few years, I know within the last year that I graduated, 100% retention, everybody got a job. That, like, it's amazing. Never happens, yeah. right? That's Go awesome. ASU. I know. It's awesome. So cool. And I'm so glad it's locally here. Obviously, ASU is in Arizona for those of you who don't know, but uh it's nice because I plan on staying in Arizona for the rest of my career. So I'm just like, oh yay, it's like right here for me to do and it goes in with the master plan. So Exactly. It's perfect. So you're really big on inspiration. You said yes. that. You mentioned something to me over the break about an experience that you had when you were seventeen and yeah. I never heard about this before, so I'm yeah. To know. Well, when I was 17 years old, it was getting closer to the holidays. It was around Thanksgiving time, and I was heavily involved. I was like president of every club, student body president, yes. and dancing. And we were getting ready for our recital. We we're running through the audition. Well, not the audition. they just rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And I had this like really weird pain in my back, and so I was having trouble breathing. I went over to the trainer, and they're like, "Oh." you probably just like pulled a muscle or something and I'm like all right just keep dancing yeah so I brought everyone back over to my house after that with student council because we were filming a holiday commercial, we would go out and we would feed and provide presents for 52 families That's closer awesome. to Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we were getting that commercial shot and everything over at my place, and I just couldn't breathe. So we went into the oh hospital, man. and to make a long story short there, I had a blood clot in my lung, and it so oh it cut gosh. off the lower lobe of the right half of my right lung. So for the first few days that I was there, it was really traumatic. I mean, we had a lot of people come in, and they we weren't sure if I was going to make it or not, so they would friends, family, loved ones, whoever would just come in and they'd like kiss me on the cheek and then just walk out because they couldn't stand being in there. But after the third day of being there, I had this miraculous recovery. Oh, wow. And so it was really interesting because for that dance uh, recital, I written a poem about how I wanted to change the world. I've always been really inspired to do that. And I think that comes from my dad because he's like, nothing is impossible. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, I'm going to keep you grounded while you do all these great things. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a really good foundation that I've been built on. But I wrote this poem And instead of dancing to music, I had somebody who had a really good voice just say it. So I was just dancing to his words and it was talking about changing the world. And so I was mostly devastated in the hospital there because I was like, my message is never going to make it out, you know? And I thought to myself while I was laying there, I'm going to have headlines read, girl who wants to change the world loses it all. And I just didn't want that to happen to me. So after three days of being in there, all of a sudden had this miraculous recovery, was able to breathe by myself, was able to walk by myself. And we had over 500 people from my campus come in at various times, and they would just be there, bring balloons. We had the dancers come in, and they performed in my room. We had show choir come in, and they would sing to us. So... After I made it out of there, it obviously was on, like, heavier medication for a while, but I just had a a greater appreciation for life, and I already had a great Mm -hmm. one, but going through something so traumatic really changes your perspective and ultimately your goal, because I'm here to serve a bigger purpose, so after that the next semester I was able to do my little dance about changing the world and it was so cool because everybody got up and they're like standing ovation yay Chelsea (laughs) and it was because I finally got to do it and my message finally made its way out so it's been a really interesting journey since then because I've been able to travel and talk about it to other people and hopefully inspire others and if one person walks away from my message and is like that was really powerful and I hope that I can do something great. Yeah. That's all I want. I want to create a ripple effect for other people. Yeah, well, I'm your first person because that's amazing. I think that's wonderful. And oh, thank you. Um, of course, you know, when you go through something so traumatic, it's really nice that people can get back up and carry on with what they're meant to do. Because so many people, they'll get discouraged or they'll they'll just face that Challenge and say, you know, am I able to get up from this, or is this like the stopping point? It's like absolutely not. There's so many options in the world. There's so much to do with your life, and it's just like you may have an obstacle right now, but that doesn't mean you're not going to get over it. Right, the climb. It's important to remember that. Yes. If you're ever doubting yourself within the climb, remember the view's better from the top. Mm-hmm. And also that that saying where they say, you know, um, nothing comes easy. It really doesn't. There's always something you have to put into it, whether it's like work or or the mentality. It's self-draining sometimes, but it all works out in the end. Exactly. So I absolutely love that. Oh, well, good. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. You're like so amazing. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. So tell me about CBS 5 like the station and what sets it apart from others because I know people are probably thinking you know there are quite a few stations out there but uh you happen to work at CBS 5 so we're gonna discuss that today yes Mm -hmm. CBS 5 is the best station ever if you're up (laughs) early you should tune in I'm alive 4 (laughs) 30 to 7 a.m and then we cut in every 25 minutes after that until 9 a.m so if you're ever up Please watch. Um, that's my little shameless plug there. <laughs> uh, but really, I've entered all of almost all of the stations, and mm-hmm. it was a great experience because I dabbled in a lot of things. I would do like breaking news writing, and then I've done producing, and then I've done on air stuff, and then I also worked in entertainment. So it was really cool mm-hmm. to gather all that experience, and now that I'm at CBS, I get to use all of that. And CBS is really unique. I walked in the very first day, and I thought to myself are these people real? This is incredible. You know, just they're so warm. They're so inviting. They make you immediately feel part of your of their team. And so it was really great to be there, um, starting obviously right out of college and then having these mentors who have been in the business 20 plus years and it took them that long to get here to Phoenix. And here I am, this young whippersnapper coming in and they just totally (laughs) took me under their wing and treated me as an equal. And then at other times treated me like they were like my big brothers and sisters. That's awesome. So it's a team, it's a family, and we're all driven to one goal and that's just doing our best. Mm hmm. I really like that, though, because like you said, you know, coming in at different stages in your life it's just like it's really nice to have that foundation that ground that it's like all right we're all here for the same purpose where we're working as a team a family if you will so I really love that a lot so tell me a little bit more about your job what are the skills needed because you showed me a little bit about how you produce some of your um, presentations and things of that sort and I was very curious by it because I was just like wow it seems like it goes into a lot but you said you know once you get used to it it's just natural right I know it's kind of funny I tell people I'm like oh well it's pretty simple and then I write out the actual bullet points like step-by-step process of everything that goes into it and I'm like wow you know there is a lot that goes into this (laughs) yeah um but producing is a big part of it because I need to know you know I'm producing my own traffic segments every single time because traffic changes every couple minutes Mm -hmm. and we have a system I mean To dumb it down, it's kind of like a PowerPoint. Like Mm -hmm. you're rebuilding all these new slides of where the accidents are, how to get around them. But you have to be almost like an arts graphic master because Mm -hmm. you're building all of these graphics. And if there's a semi that's rolled over, you want to have a semi that's out there and type in all these different things. So you have to coordinate with the producers as well, because they'll allot you enough time, but then you have your own rundown that you build everything into, and I have to constantly be in contact with A. Dot and DPS and all of the officers, because mm-hmm. we have to verify everything before we say, you know, this is a fatal crash, and sometimes, you know, you get told the wrong information, and you always want to be accurate, so we always err on the side of caution, but it's really busy, because I am on air every ten minutes or less, and in those ten minutes you're running back to your desk, you're producing another segment, you're building all your graphics, and then you run back out to the studio. So, Mm -hmm. it's really busy. I love it. I'm like running around to get a little marathon in, power walk it good that's awesome and i know we kind of covered this but like you love your job a lot i can tell from that so me asking you the question like how much do you love your job i bet you would say that you wouldn't trade it for anything because you just yeah i do i really do and it was interesting because i came to a point and i'm sure we'll talk about cardinals in a little bit yeah of course i came to a point within cardinals where i had to decide if i was going to continue Uh, cheering for them while I was there at CBS 5, which is a difficult thing to do. You get home late, you have 11 o'clock, you have to get up at 2 a.m. to get into work, and you have to look good. I mean, you know, you're on TV. Um, But I gave that part of my life up, Cardinals for this part of my life, and I love it with all of my heart, and because of the people that I work with, too. Yeah, that's awesome, though. That's really great to hear. And um, tell me about some of the opportunities that you get Um, with cbs5 i know you do a lot of charity events and things of that sort but um anyways we'll get to that right after this break might as well go ahead and do that so here it is keep it right here you're listening to the bang game
0: Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel.
2: Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling, Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? tune into what up world it doesn't matter who you are where you come from or what you look like everyone is entitled to the same chance for success follow your dreams move forward make a difference tune into what up world every friday at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly. Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids.
0: We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody.
1: I'm Maddie Rose here with the Fame Game. And Chelsea, we're still talking to you. So, so excited. Um me anyways, too. Yeah, I'm so glad. It was funny you were telling me, you know, you never really get interviewed um, all the time. So I was just like, yay, well, you can count me as one. So I know, so it's interesting because as a reporter, too, I mean, I'm always interviewing everyone else. So it's nice. On the it's flip fun. side, huh? Yeah. That's cool. So um, anyways, the question that I was going to ask you before we had to so miraculously break was um, tell me about the opportunities that you get, like with being with CBS 5 and then the charity events, because like I had mentioned in the beginning, you were emceeing the Downright Beautiful fashion show, but I'm sure um, from like what we've been talking and communicating over the past like month and a half, you were all like, yeah, I'm going to this um, like adoption for pets and things like that. So it seems like you're very well involved in that too with your job. Yeah, because, well, my journey at CBS has been really interesting. I started as a traffic reporter, then I became a feature reporter. So then I got to reach out to Disney on Ice and do motocross and supercross (laughs) and all these really fun events, and then now I'm back as a traffic reporter. So traffic... And the morning is building and making all those graphics like we talked about before. Mm -hmm. And then after the show is done, then I become a regular reporter and I go out and I do stories. I'll take a camera, I shoot it myself, bring it back, and then we'll turn it for the next morning to provide content. So it's been interesting having all of those different parts of the job because I've been able to connect with a lot of people and I haven't been just kind of pigeonholed into one thing. Mm -hmm. So um, it's been interesting. We also have Surprise Squad. And for those of you who don't know, we love Random Acts of Kindness. I'm obsessed. I like do them frequently, so once I heard (laughs) that this was gonna be an opportunity, I like jumped for joy. But we get to go out as a morning show team Mm -hmm. and we get to surprise people. We've paid for gas we've paid for um you know fries all of their groceries we've done daycare we've done um another one that i can't say that's coming up soon that we just did um, but the the one that you're referring to was the pet adoptions yeah so we have several pay it forward is one of our big mottos at our station so we constantly find ways to pay it forward to the community and while we were having this huge adoption the surprise squad got to come out and we got to pay for some people's adoptions. Awesome. So it was really cool because, you know, people are so excited and we're like, yeah, you know, go get a kennel, get a leash, get whatever you want. It's on us. And people are so surprised. Half the time they're like, what is the, you know, what's the trick? The catch. What's, yeah, yeah, what's going on here? Um, but it's really cool. Once they get through that little <laughs> like little phase. moment, yeah. yeah, then they they're like, wow, this is neat. So Surprise Squad has kept me super busy doing fun things like that. Mm -hmm. And then outside of that, I've had a lot of people reach out to me to host events because I hosted a lot on the Cardinals side too. Mm -hmm. So my name kind of got out that way. I love hosting events. It's like my favorite thing of all time and I just did one for the Cardinals the other night. But Downright Fashion Show was so spectacular seeing those cuties with Down Syndrome rocking the catwalk i was like you go cuties Mm -hmm. um but yeah so we've done different events like that and i've also done things for locks of love and just various foundations have reached out to me and i hope that more do because i think it's really fun and that's kind of tying back into like my personal motto which is full out or get out life is too short so i want to give back Mm -hmm. so it's been mostly hosting events but then also i've been able to donate some artwork and different things like that that i like to do just Mm -hmm. to help out so it's been busy Oh, Always. That's great. That's great yeah. to hear. So no dull moment with you. Yeah, Never. No two days Never. are ever the same. And <laughs> I love that. <laughs> awesome. I am so glad to hear. And I know you just recently went to New York to go to the National Center. So yes. um, tell me about your experience about that. I think when we were in the studio and you were touring us, you said that they don't really see our faces right there because, you know, since they cut in, which is unusual for regular studios that you may hear of and um, I thought that was the cool thing about it that you actually got to meet them in person you're like oh so that's what you look like Chelsea right right." Right. so So it's really funny because like you mentioned we get to see them we're (laughs) cutting into sure their show and so they have no idea what any of us look like I went there because I was visiting I have two brothers that lived in New Jersey at the time and so my dad wanted to go for Father's Day so we just made it a family trip and I said hey we're gonna be in New York City let's go ahead and swing through there station. They let us take a tour of everything. And as soon as I came walking in, I heard them saying, oh, oh, the traffic reporter from uh, CBS Phoenix is going to be here. Okay, cool. Can't wait to meet her. And I'm like walking right past the talent. You know, they have no idea that it's me. And so as soon as they were getting ready to do our cut-in for Phoenix, they were like, Chelsea, how are you? And they just totally embraced me. Yeah, and our tour guide was, you know, introducing me, my family, to everybody. And they let us be in the cut-in with them. So we're waving on the New York national set to everybody back home here in Arizona. And it was so cool. And they were so inviting as well I think maybe like a CBS thing I'm not sure but they were just so gracious and Gail King is the sweetest woman alive and she's best friends with Oprah so I so badly wanted to be like (laughs) listen I want to be the next Oprah can you help me but I didn't say that she took us into a little green room where all the guests come in Mm -hmm. and we got to take pictures funny ones in a photo booth together she took me to their makeup artists and their hairdressers and all this cool stuff they each have a team of people who do social media for them and all the news stories so it was really cool to see that because ultimately that's what I want to get to so it was a nice sneak peek yeah yeah well, I really like cool. that though. Yeah. And especially that you have the ability to go down there. It's just like, well, let's just stop in. So that was definitely a good trip. Yeah. They gave us little swag bags too. I oh, have yeah? my CBS 5 pen. Oh, nice. I nice. keep it in its box in my purse still. I love that thing. Yeah. I know. It's silly. <laughs> no, it's cool. I like that a lot. And um, now we can kind of go into talking more about you in Cardinals cheerleading. I think that's yeah. such a cool thing. It's like a neat fun fact about you and um, Chelsea was telling me about like the program and what it's like and how much she enjoyed it and what a great opportunity it is because not only are you being like you mentioned to me like a public figure but you also get to travel and do so many different events and it's just it's a nice experience to have and I when I looked into it a little bit more and I was like man I never really thought about this I'm surprised I never like looked into it before this but I'm like hey everything happens for a reason and now it's like I think I'll try it. I think you should. And I think anybody out there who wants to make a difference should. Mm -hmm. And they, obviously you have to dance, but yeah, (laughs) I mean, minor detail, right? Yeah. Uh, No, but I auditioned for it coming out of high school, was there for five seasons. And I don't think like at first I really knew what I was getting myself into. They're like, tell us a fun fact about yourself. And I'm like, oh, well, my nickname is Chelsea loves you because I love the world, you know? And so (laughs) even to this day, five years later, well, now going six years later, they'll say, hey, Chelsea loves you when I come walking through the office. So it's kind of funny. Oh, um, but so, yeah, I did that the first three years just as a regular team member. And I was part of show team show team enables you to travel all across the world. You get mm-hmm. to perform for troops in your own states across the nation and then overseas. And I was lucky enough to go to Japan and it was awesome. a blessing. It was beautiful there. And we were there for the 2011 Super Bowl. So it's really funny because it's Monday morning there, 6 a.m., while it's Sunday afternoon here. Yeah. So, I mean, we were up at, like, 4, 3, 3 a.m., you know, getting ready, and everybody's up, and they're so excited to watch the game. We had, like, population two Cardinals fans there, but that's (laughs) okay. We weren't in that Super Bowl, so, you know, you don't really expect to see your own team there. But... Out of all the tours that I've done, that has been the one that has been the most special to me because you're bringing a piece of home, even if they're not from Arizona, you're bringing a piece of home to them Mm -hmm. because then all of a sudden you're spending days and nights with these people. You're living and eating and running around Mm -hmm. like they do and you have a greater appreciation for everything that they do for us and serve for our country and then they also get to feel like now you're their sister and you bring them a poster and you Mm -hmm. get to hang out so it's been really fun and then my fourth and fifth season, I was a captain and that also gives you more opportunities. You get to travel as captains, you get to meet other teams, you get to go to those games. I went to the game where the Cardinals took on Seattle in their home, and we beat them. Yeah, that's right. Go Cardinals. They beat the Super Bowl champions. Take that. But it was just so fun to be there because we were rocking our Cardinals here. And we got to hang out with the Seagals and watch them practice in the brain, and I don't know how they do that, Um, but yeah, so it's really cool, because you get all these special moments, obviously, with football, but then Mm -hmm. you're out in the community all the time, you're constantly doing appearances, and it's, some of them are, like, paid events, sponsored events, and some of them you're just doing stuff for charity, but you have all these moments that just totally blow you away, and I'm the 2014 Pro Bowl cheerleader, so I get to wear that title just a little bit longer, and I'm, like, holding on to it, oh, sorry, microphone, Um, just because it's so special, yeah, yeah, But I was lucky enough to travel to Hawaii. And the Pro Bowl is going to be here this upcoming year. So we're going to have Super Bowl here. We're going to have Pro Bowl here. And it's a big year for Arizona. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I could go on for days. But it was just so special there. We worked with Make-A-Wish kids. And we were kind of looking at it as we may not be superheroes. But to them, we are. And it's our job to put on a cape and make them feel invincible. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't trade any experience with the Cardinals for anything. And I'm so grateful for them. And I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's take another break. It's that time again. I know you don't want to stay away for too long, but that's all right. We'll go ahead and do that right now. So keep listening. You're listening to The Think Game. What's
0: cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook.
1: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're
0: tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. Still have Chelsea here. We're finishing
1: up this last segment. And, of course, with last segment, there always comes a featured song of the week. So you'll have to stay tuned until the end. You know how it goes to hear what that is. But anyways, Chelsea, we're talking about... You being a Cardinals cheerleader and all of that good stuff. And tell me about being a Pro Bowl cheerleader. Yeah, Pro Bowl was incredible. Mm-hmm. Holy mackerel. We were there uh, for seven days, and you have about like 15 dances you have to know ahead of time. You get there, you don't know any of the other girls in the league. Pro Bowl, just a little bit of background information, if you guys don't know, is when they take one representative, a cheerleader, from every team in the league and then they bring a couple of their football players but it's interesting the football players can be a pro bowl player several times in their life mm-hmm. a pro bowl cheerleader can only be at once wow so it's an honor to go and so when I was asked to be the pro bowl cheerleader first of all I was freaking out I was so excited <laughs> and then once you get there you don't know anybody else but you sure. automatically become the sisterhood we started practicing right away but the days were so full we would be up around 3 30 a.m every morning and we would be working until about 10:30 at night wow so you'd be running around to appearances we worked with the nfl network a lot um we obviously did a lot of um community type events there too make-a-wish kids were part of our experience because it was their wish to be mm-hmm. with us so I thought that was really special. Uh, but the Pro Bowl game itself, it was pouring rain. Wow. And I was, I was just sitting there. I'm like, you know what? I'm from Arizona. I don't know how to dance in the rain. <laughs> um, and I'm looking at the Seattle Seahawks cheerleader. And I'm like, she dances in this all the time. Yeah. I just don't we understand never get this. how this happens. <laughs> we never. Yeah. So, but it was fun to meet everybody. And that game in Hawaii, rain is a blessing. And it means that, you know, they're sad and they don't want you to leave. And mm-hmm. so it was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but we also did a halftime show and we were dancing with Fallout Boy and they were. Wow. It was awesome. We had like all of this pyro going on and confetti falling everywhere, and the crowd is going nuts. And we're up on these platforms dancing. And I was like, this hands down has to be the coolest stage I've ever danced on. Absolutely. And my team won. We had Team Sanders and Team Rice. And so I was on the orange team, and the orange team won. I got to interview my players. And it was really interesting because everybody there is representing their team, they're Mm -hmm. the face of their organization. But for us, because I was the only person who was in broadcast, I then became, in Hawaii, the face of all the Pro Bowl cheerleaders. So then I would go to the CBS affiliate there, and I would do the morning news with them. I was doing the news for us back here, Skyping three hours early ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just a really different role, and I am not a crier, but I cried the whole time I was there. I <laughs> oh my was gosh. Just, there were all these moments, and our, the people who were in charge of us would even say, you know, just feel it. Like, life is a freight train and you just have to get on board otherwise it's going to pass you by and you have to feel all these moments and if you feel like you're just about to cry it's probably because you're experiencing a moment of joy so just embrace it. And so it was amazing got to stay 3 extra days my family was there they awesome. all had like little Chelsea shirts on it was really cute. And um <laughs> my team comes too. It's a tradition within our league that we have our cheerleaders come and support you. So mm-hmm. they would go to my appearances and they'd be like yelling for me. And then we have Pro Bowl rings. From the experience and I have not taken mine off since Pro Bowl awesome <laughs> I love it yeah it was amazing that's such a cool thing and tell me what the audition process is like for Cardinals cheerleaders because I've watched a, a few um like videos on it Mm -hmm. a little bit about like I think it's like three days isn't it or maybe more than that yeah it's so Saturday and Sunday there are several cuts within that you're gonna go across the floor and we need to see your technique if you can turn you can kick yada yada then from there you get to learn a little dance which I taught this last year as the pro bowler and it's hard so I mean they want to see how you're gonna respond to that you perform then you get cut then you learn the long dance. You get to sleep on it. Sometimes people need that to soak it in. They come back the next day. They perform that. They get cut. Then they go into business interviews. We are seriously huge in the league. All across the league, the Dallas cheer- cheerleaders, all everybody who I talk to at Pro Bowl knows that we're we have a reputation of strong and sophisticated women. So the business interview is more important than your dancing. Mm-hmm. So then after that, another cut. And then Monday through Wednesday, you go through pre- like practice preps almost. Mm-hmm. So you learn more dances. We have agility testing, all that stuff. And then the reveal is normally on Thursday. Wow. But they do it different every single year. Sometimes it's on the website. Sometimes they reveal you as a... Uh, a video and this year it was featured on fox sports arizona it's awesome and it was a surprise to all the girls too and then we got to reveal that to a whole crowd and i was hosting the event big red ribbon music festival and we got to play it there so it was really cool it's like a live show and it was fun That's it's tough awesome boat. it's very competitive I I'm assuming yes definitely even just from looking at the the small snippets of the videos you can mm-hmm. kind of see that they're like oh my gosh I, I've been trying for consecutive years and things of that that's why when you said like you got in your rookie or like just like when you met the the guidelines in order to be eligible for that I was like wow that's like really cool yeah, because it's rare can you, yeah can you imagine like how many people have done that not many I know not many at all yeah so. very blessed yeah so how did you feel going into that like with all the other girls When I was auditioning? Yes. Honestly, I wasn't nervous at all. I just went in there and was like, well, we'll, we're just going to see what happens. I mean, this is a good experience regardless. And it didn't hit me until we were in the final cuts. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh I'm a finalist for this like I better step up you know I would go to like the little clinics beforehand I didn't know how to flip my hair around I barely knew how to wear makeup you know it's just like one of those things like you learn as you go and yeah it's all about experiential learning but yeah I mean I was nervous just at the very end but then once I made the team we got to come up with a team motto and a yeah. mission statement and so I came up with full out or get out and that's been our motto for the last six years That's awesome. I absolutely love that. It's just, it's cool to see like where life takes you and uh, all the experiences that you have. It's like, it really is truly for yourself and for the good of yourself. Right. And everything circles back. Oh yeah. It's amazing. Most definitely. So to end on a high note, um, what advice would you give to others if they're seeking either a career in broadcast journalism, or maybe they just want to get out in the community, do something fun, like being, being a cheerleader or just trying something new? Yeah, I think people, no matter what you're trying to tackle, always go after everything with 100% of yourself. If you can't give that much, then it's not something you should invest in. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to lead life with passion, and that will make everything worthwhile. Mm -hmm. in the end because then if you're doing it because your heart is in it and because you want to do something to impact other people then the benefit from that will be tenfold so just Mm -hmm. go after it with passion and like i always say fall out or get out if you can't give 100 percent, don't do it i absolutely love that so finally how can others follow you in your journey Well, if you would like to follow me on Twitter, I'm looking for Twitter followers. I'm kind of new to this thing, (laughs) Uh, but my handle is Chelsea, and that's spelled with a Y, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y, CBS5, and then Facebook, you can always look me up, just type in my name, Chelsea Davis, and it'll pop up. You'll see it wonderful yeah. well thanks again chelsea it was so great to have you and i'm really glad um, you got to talk with me and just be here today think, yes so. thank you for having me absolutely so with that being said this is the time for the featured song of the week and i this week am going to be featuring a sky full of stars by coldplay so here it
3: is
1: the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids radio network. This show has been produced by the Kid Star Radio Network for Voice America Kids. And again, thanks for listening. And up next is A Song of a-
0: Thank you again for listening to the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show.
2: from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kickstarter Emo of the Month this month is Back in School, Neil, Brewer, and Friends. Let's listen to Three Kids in the Car. Three
4: kids in the car on a Monday morning, each one wishing that the others weren't born. And I can't say nothing as they've all been scorned because their mother's done and had enough. And the sister's sitting in the front seat, who at this part of the song you need to realize is about three months away from getting her driver's license. She's thinking to herself I can't believe that I'm still riding with them I hope that we're not seen by some of my friends And if by chance I fail the driver's exam sitting behind her, who at this point of the song you need to realize is about five years younger than she is, but he's still about two years older than his little brother sitting next to him. He glares down at his little brother and he's thinking to himself, I can't wait till our sister's finally gone, then I'll sit up front cause that's where I belong, and I'll be rid of you, you miserable worm, why don't you just run away? Kids in a car on the Monday morning. Each one wishing that the others weren't born They can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done bad enough And the little brother Who at this point of the song You need to realize is a whole lot smarter Than the other two think he is He glares back up at his big brother And he's thinking to himself I know that there's nobody back because they've all been scorned because their mother's done had enough. And the mother who's been driving all this time, she's thinking to herself things that I'd better not say. So we'll just pretend that she's thinking